When it comes to writing worship songs, there's one thing that you need to get settled, and that is the authority to write worship songs. Today, I'm going to share with you five scriptures that encourage songwriting so that you can write with a new level of authority and confidence. Plus, we're going to give you an action item at the end that will help you with ideas for writing because you need to write with a new level of authority. Welcome to the Prophetic Worship Leader Podcast, where we take the uncertainty out of prophetic worship so you can flow with confidence. I'm Dean Mitchum, your host, and I'm so thankful that you joined me. If you would, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our YouTube channels, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Plus, join us on Patreon, where you can support what we're doing at a whole new level with some special inside things that are going on there. Thank you once again. So today... I want you to walk in a new authority with songwriting, with a scriptural reference that will put you in a new position where you won't waver back and forth about writing songs for the kingdom of God. So I know this, that when I first started writing songs, I wanted to write about anything, everything. I just wanted to write. But I began to settle in on a focus and a purpose for songwriting and a new authority for songwriting. And for me, that was advancing the kingdom of God through the gift he had given me and writing songs that help believers move forward. So let's take a look at a couple of scriptures. First of all, Psalm 33, verse 3 says, To sing to the Lord a new song, play skillfully upon the harp. So the reference there is a new song. So we have our first scripture that says we need new songs. There's very reasons we need new songs, but I want you to concentrate this time on writing with authority while you are authorized to write new songs. And as a side note, think about this. Don't write songs so people can hear them. Write songs so people can sing them. That's the prophetic worship, or that is the worship uh, focus, is to, yeah, we want our songs recorded if, if they work. We want our songs to go out and bless people. But as opposed to concentrating on writing to be recorded, how about writing to be sung? You want people to take these in the heart. So there's a new song authority coming from 33, verse 3 in the book of Psalm. We also have Psalm 149 that tells us to sing a new song in the assembly of the saints. So we've been doing that for centuries. But there is a scriptural reference or a scriptural preference for it to make to take place with new songs. Why? Oh, there's so many reasons. But give me one. When new revelation comes out, we want to sing that. That's what Martin Luther did with his revelation. He began to write songs. That's what John and Charles Wesley did. Charles Wesley wrote songs to release new doctrine. So there's a benefit to this. So scripture authorizes us to sing new songs. So who is going to bring us those new songs? This is where you come in. You're going to write songs that will help the church move forward. So the first two scriptures we have is Psalm 33, verse 3, and Psalm 149, verse 1. Now let's jump to the New Testament. Colossians 3.16 tells us to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So right there, the word of the Lord is to come into our being through study, but also through singing. We're encouraging, we're teaching one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And as a quick definition, psalms are scriptures put to music. Hymns are what we would say sermons put to music or st- how we would say things, but we're not scripture, so they're not divine, but they are inspired by the Holy Spirit. So Psalms refer to written scripture, and then hymns are going to be songs written by us, okay? 
that are from the scripture. And then spiritual song is going to be those spontaneous and unrehearsed songs that are also part of we're authorized types of songs that we're authorized to do. Again, Colossians 3.16 tells us to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. So we're going to need new songs for teaching, for getting our spirits built, our spirit man, for getting the word of the Lord in us, for releasing the word of the Lord through us. Secondly, we want to look at Psalm 119.54. Your statutes have been my songs. So the word of the Lord has been put in the music so that they can remember it. We know this was a historical precedence. So understanding that we need songs for doctrine. So the Bible, again, encourages songwriting, especially as a way to learn Scripture. Now, so we have teaching, we have learning, we have admonishing. And so Psalm 45 verse 1 tells us this, that my heart is overflowing with the theme. I will recite my composition to the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. So we have an interesting thing in this scripture. We have prophetic songs. We have written songs. We have themes that come from the king. So part of this is, again, authorizing you to write songs. Scripturally encouraged to write songs. I want you to grab a hold of that mandate. I want you to grab a hold of who you are supposed to be in writing songs for the kingdom. You can write all types of songs. Right now we're focusing on songs for the kingdom, worship songs. So rise up in a new authority that God has given you. This is something I want you to remember, that there is a commissioning or there is a, a uh, mandate and there is authority. All these things happen through Scripture. All these things happen through relationship. All these things happen through people you're working with. You know, I've been commissioned to write songs. I've been encouraged to write songs. I've been asked to write songs. Uh, and so there's a thing I want you to come into that you have a purpose for writing songs. You have an authority for writing songs. And these songs are going to help people. They're going to help kingdom. They're going to partner with prophets and apostles. You're going to partner with pastors for breakthrough. You're going to partner with God for his kingdom's sake, for helping people learn scripture, for helping people prophesy through songs and changing their lives and being transformed by the presence of the Lord. So let me tell you what, when you receive an authority, it's going to come out in your songwriting. It's going to come from a different place in a different position. I believe some of you are transitioning as you hear this podcast. You're going from being a songwriter to an authorized songwriter. You're going from being a messenger to having a mandate for messages. You're going to walk in a new apostolic authority to move forward in your new level of songwriting. And the first thing to do is to grab hold of these five scriptures. Psalm 33, verse 3. Psalm 149, verse 1. Colossians 3.16, Psalm 119.54, and Psalm 45, verse 1. And we will have some references for you in this as well. But part of this whole thing is writing songs with a new authority, okay? I want you to settle in your heart that you're authorized to write songs. Quit wavering, quit wondering, you know, quit whining about it. Step up to a new level of authority. Part of that thing is to write songs that move the church forward, to write songs that give life, and to write prophetic songs that give life in the now moment. So prophetic worship is new to you, by the way, and you're kind of wondering what this is all about and how do I get started in it. Well, I have a great resource for you. It's called Five Scriptures to Kickstart Your Prophetic Worship Journey, and that's available at deanmitchum.com. All you have to do is go down there and sign up for it, and it's a free download. Now, I promised you earlier that we would give you some action items or some ideas for writing. And here they are, okay? These are three ways you can get ideas for writing songs. The first is, what 
are the apostles and prophets saying in this hour? What are the word of the Lord? What is the word of the Lord they are releasing for this time and season? When you're a partner with prophetic and apostolic people, you find yourself writing songs that relay their message. So I encourage you to listen to the word of the Lord that is out in different ones. Ask yourself, what is God doing? What is he saying in this time? And how can I put it into music? How, because I have authority to write. Now I'm develop, my skill is being developed so I can release these songs. So, for example, ask yourself, what, finish this sentence. God is, what is God doing? God is releasing a new mantle for what? Fill in the blank. Then you say, okay, it's a, there's a miracle mantle. Well, we've always believed for miracles for centuries. What is it? God is stirring up our faith for some new miracles. So what are we saying? Let's write about miracles. Okay? Now, what if God's saying, God, we need to make room for. What do we need to make room for? Fill in the blank. Okay? So you're going to go back and get the word of the Lord. I encourage you to visit ChristianInternational.com for published words of the Lord. I encourage you to visit biddenchurch.org and visit the song for the, you know, the word of the Lord series and uh, other speakers as well um, that have the word that is published. So that is a place. So three ways. One is to what are the apostles and prophets saying? Two, what is God saying to me? What message can I share? What information can I share in songs that are, are going to help believers that I will write from my authority, okay? So there's three things that I've written about in my lifetime and that I'm beginning and will continue to write about. One, freedom that's always been a part of my DNA is to set people free. Uh, you know, we find that in all different ways. Isaiah, Jesus, you know, set the captives free. Uh, but the one thing that God showed me in, in my study and through Revelation was that, hey, the veil is gone. Why in the world are we trying to go behind a veil when it's gone? And we had all these songs about going behind the veil and into the Holy of Holies. And I discovered that, wait a minute, the Holy of Holies went out of business because Jesus raised from the dead. God gave us a new t uh, covenant. We're not even in that same pattern. He raised up the tabernacle of David. And so there was no veil to go behind. There was no Holy of Holies to worry about because Jesus became that veil of flesh. We became the temple of the Holy Ghost. So freedom. So I wrote a song, The Veil is Gone. I wrote a song called Rockin' in the Holy of Holies. Now, these are oldies, okay, but I've been around a long time. But that was what God was saying to me at the time. Now, what is he saying in this season that I'm writing about? Well, God's given me a revelation that we are transitioning from the tabernacle of David to the tabernacle of God. You can, and, and you can find that from my book, The Tabernacle of God. I'll put a link in the show for it. But it's about us transitioning from building um, Moses from restoring David's to beholding God's. And so there's something that takes place in Revelation 21.3 about the fullness of God. And we are, uh, so the song I've written recently is called Greatest of All. And it, and it says, it is from Revelation 21 and 22. Come and behold him. And the loud voice said, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. So I'm write, writing about fullness now, the fullness of God, experiencing the fullness of God so that everyone, everywhere, and everything can experience more of God than ever before. So my personal thing is freedom. My second thing is fullness. And so we can put a link into that show. By the way, uh, we have a, a brand new uh, release coming out with that song on it, a brand new video under our label, Movement Writers Music. So we'll put links to all these things that are coming out. 
And the next thing that I'm writing about that I feel like God is saying to me is forever. Okay? We're going to write worship songs now that are going to be sung forever. Don't think of yourself as a momentary writer. Think of yourself as an eternal writer. Okay? Where you're going to write songs that the church can sing forever. Why wouldn't you write songs about God's greatness? You know, his fullness. Worthy. Worthy. All these things that are lining up with an eternal perspective. Okay, God's not th using, he's not throwaway. Now, there's songs for season, and I get that. But I want you to think differently. And so that's where God is working with me. So first of all is what are apostles and prophets saying? Secondly, what is God saying to me? And thirdly, what did God do for me? What testimony can I write from? Okay, I know that God has healed my family in certain ways, so I like to write about healing. Okay, I know that God has given us freedom and breakthrough. Okay, so we like to write about breakthrough. Um, I know that God has given you know us peace, and His blood has set us free. So we like to write about those things. So what has God done for you that you could write about from a position of authority? Okay, so that is your action item. That three ways to get ideas. So let me review them. What are the apostles and prophets saying? What is God saying to me? And what did what has God done for me? What did God do for me? So what do we have? We have doctrine, okay? We have message, and then we have testimony. So those are three areas you can always draw from to write with an authority. So today, we want you to walk in a new authority of writing, okay? I've given you five scriptures that encourage songwriting. And all these things are available in our notes and so if you feel God is calling you to this new level and you need help getting where you need to go, I want to invite you to visit movementwriters.com where you can sign up for personal coaching, deep level one-on-one -on -one coaching, where we can take you through this process of transformation, of becoming that powerful songwriter, that powerful prophetic worship leader that you need to be. Again, that's movementwriters.com. You can see the courses that we offer and you can see the coaching that is available to you on a personal level. Once again, it's time for you to write with a new authority. Well, thank you for being a part of us today. Thank you for listening. And I, I am expecting great things to come out. I'm expecting great things to happen with what God has called you to do. And you're going to write new songs with a new authority. So remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel and to our podcast. And visit us at Patreon uh, where you can support what we're doing there. Remember, everyone can express the heart and mind of God, and we will see you next week.